0: This gospel message is brought to you by the Redeemed Christian Church of God, Fountain of Love, Aberdeen, UK. Open your heart to receive this life changing word of God. Jesus. Indeed, we serve the Most High, the Lord high lifted far above us. stay, please, prayer, point with me. You're know, to pray right from the bottom of your heart. And as you pray the prayer, I believe things will fully turn around for you. I said, things will fully turn around for you. So you're going to lift up your voice and say, Father, let none of my dreams die. You do understand that that dream the Lord has given you, it shall not die. Yeah. You didn't hear me. I say it shall not die. Yeah. There is a dream killer, but it will not kill your own dream. Say, Father, let none of my dreams die. In the name of Jesus, lift up your voice. Very simple prayer. Everything the Lord has revealed concerning you, every promise of Jehovah, Everything He has spoken concerning you. The dream of Joseph did not die, Your dream will not die. The dream of Jesus did not die, Your dream will not die. The dream of David did not die. Your dream will not die. That dream child will not die. That dream project will not die. That dream ministry will not die. That dream family and marriage will not die. Yes Lord. yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord, yes, Lord. Come back alive. Come back alive in the name of the Lord Jesus. In Jesus' marvelous name, we are praying. You pray for Mother Angu and say, Father, every dying dream, come back alive. Come back alive. Come back alive. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Lift up your voices. He may not be dead, but he's dying. He's dying. But by the virtue of the power, in the name of Jesus, by the virtue of the blood of the Lamb of God, it will not die. It may look like he's dying, but it will not die. The Lord will keep it alive. That child, your firstborn will do well. That child, the middle one, we do well. That child, the last one, we do well. No death, Lord, but life, 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 life. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. You say, Father, cover me. Lord, show me quite a few people. You are naked. the Lord will cover your nakedness. Nakedness means shame. You will not come to shame. The mercy of the Lord will cover you. One more time, you say, Father, cover me in the morning. Cover me in the afternoon. Cover me in the night. Cover me every time, my father. Cover me, cover me, cover me. In Gaboia, oh, cover me, cover me. Oh, I hope you are telling him, take the cover of the Lord. You will not be exposed. You will not be brought to shame. It's looking like it's going to turn to shame. But the Lord will turn it around. In the name that's above our neighbor. Thank you, father. In Jesus' mighty name we pray one of the things the lord showed me was that there are some ancient and ancestral things that are working and militating against some of us but today there's only one ancient of these He will wipe away every ancient doors every ancient gates that are shut against you will wipe them away today you will say father I stand on your word, and I declare every ancient gate, every everlasting doors, be open for me right now, and let me go through, let me go through, let me go through. They won't shut it against you anymore. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, also wickedness. Right from your own home. They are ganged up against you. They are fighting against you. But the Lord is breaking the yoke today. And you are walking free. You are walking free. You are walking free. I speak to the four corners of this room. I speak to the four corners of this environment. And I say, wherever they are locking, wherever they are staying, shutting a door against you, you are released right now. Release, release, release. Release into the place of your wealth. Release into the place of your turnaround. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. He's turning it around. He's turning around. He's turning it around right now in the name of the Lord Jesus. And you will sing a new song. Your song will be, Come and join me sing hallelujah. Jehovah Jireh, has done me. Me, Jehovah Jireh has done me well. Come and join me, Come join me. And you are able to sing that because you can see it turning around. You can see it turning around because as you step up from here, your soul will be. I can see everything turning around. Turning around you better take your confession. This is possession. Oh I can see everything turning around. Everything. turning around. Everything turning around. I can see everything, turning around, turning around, turning around. I can see everything, turning around, turning around, turning around. all my food. Somebody shout, Hallelujah! Father, we thank you. We are so grateful for your love and your kindness. Speak to us in this next few minutes. And as we rise up in a few more moments to just continue to pray, do marvelous things. Let your name be glorified. In Jesus mighty name we pray. God bless me be seated. Hallelujah. Is your clock stopped or you may- Um, In the next three weeks or thereabouts, I wouldn't be sharing with you. Next Sunday, by the grace of God, is Children's Sunday. They will be in charge. The following one, a friend of mine, will be traveling from Nottingham to come and share with us. And I think the following Sunday, I have somebody coming from outside the country to also share with us. Actually, from the far... Um, east actually so we're looking forward to a wonderful few weeks ahead amen Amen. Um, so i just want to get a few prayer points that i'll be praying over for you over this period as i will not be ministering and um, so that will be what i want to do today Um, my focus for this next Three weeks, by the grace of God, hopefully the Lord tarries, before I come to share with you again, about a month's time, looks long, will be the Lord our healer. The Lord our healer. So if you want to title the message today, title it, The Lord our healer. If you look through your scriptures, we find out that primarily the first introduction of God unto us is as a repairer, as a fixer. And that is very, very instructive. We call it the Lord of First Mention. Anytime you go into the scripture and you find out the first time the thing occurs, it gives you an idea of how it should occur. Um, They always say that the first court is the deepest, and true it is. So we begin from Genesis chapter 1, verses 1 and 2. The Bible makes it very clear who God is. Genesis chapter 1. Verses 1 and 2, in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth, verse 2, the earth was without form and void and darkness was on the face of the deep and the spirit of the Lord was over and over the face of the water, verse 3 please, and then God said, let there be light and there was light. So something was not right, God came in, fixed it and made it right. And one thing I'm certain about is that he has not stopped doing that. In actual fact, the first presentation of God, if you grab it very well as a revelation, that will be his constant presentation in your life. His first presentation is that he's the one that looks around and see what is not working, and when he gets there, he will come and sort it out. Because he mentioned, he said, the eyes of the Lord roams to and fro the whole earth, seeking out those whose hearts are perfect towards him, that he may show himself strong on their behalf. So God is looking for where he's going to fix something. Isn't that interesting? That's very encouraging. Rather than us actually looking for him, as the testimony man said, he was the hunter, he became the hunted. Many a times we think we are the one that we are looking for God. God is actually looking for you. He said the Son of Man came to seek and to save those who are lost. You do hear that in your Bible. So true, we seek him. But more importantly, God, I want you to have a different perspective of God today, that God is looking for you. It's looking for your case to fix. It's looking for your situation to sort out. I pray in the next two minutes, you will believe it. If it takes another two minutes after that, but before you leave, you will believe it. That without any shadow of that, God is seeking you. He's seeking your circumstances. He's seeking our circumstances. And one thing he wants to do with them, he wants to fix it. In Genesis chapter 3, it was also quickly revealed unto us there what God can do. In verse 7, and I'll just pick a principle there, and then I'll skip other Bible verses, and I'll go to a few things before we start praying. Then the eyes of both of them were opened, and they knew that they were naked, and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves covering. Stop there. Did you understand that? What the Bible is telling me there is that these people, they suddenly find themselves in serious mess. Uh, maybe that's the reason why the Lord asked us to pray the prayer about covering. They find themselves in serious mess. And there, but it was their own dream they caused it then verse 8 verse 9 verse 10 all the way to verse 21 between verses 8 and verse 21 god was then pronouncing upon them the consequences of their action he was telling them because you have missed it you are going to get into this trouble you got to trouble. but verse 21 here what well, god also for adam god did not stop at just giving them repercussion he gave them restitution he turned it around also for Adam and his wife, the Lord made what? Tunics of skin and did what? Don't let anybody tell you otherwise. God is a merciful God. God is what? Everyone that ever stands to preach, if he has not experienced the mercy of God, is not qualified to preach. God is primarily a merciful God. And he does not take anything away from the message of uprightness and righteousness but at the core of god is what mercy you know that and when my eyes were open unto that that where he is sitting is not the seat of power where is He sitting not the seat of holiness as in fact you better be but it's mercy is at the core of it so if you don't take anything in this next few minutes lay hold on that one and say lord show me mercy It's all about it. Because if it is not by mercy, everybody will gloat. That's us as human beings. You can imagine if your life has been only made by you. You got dropped from the heaven. You don't have a mother to hold. On Mother's Day, you say, I don't have a mother because nobody carried me. You don't have a father that spent you. You don't have anybody. You are just on your own. Even Jesus Christ came to the earth how to depend on people. Because by human nature, we want to be independent. Remember, it's all by mercy. And so God proved unto us there that when He sees a problem, He fixes it. So then that tells me something that the best way to see God glorify is to present your problem to Him. He's looking for a problem to solve. That might seem strange message to you today, but He is. He's looking for who He may help. In Acts chapter 10, verse 38, Acts chapter 10, verse 38, He mentioned about our Lord Jesus Christ. He said he went about doing good. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power. Who went about doing good and healing all. He went about. He's still going around doing good. He's still looking for people who is going to solve their problem. He's still looking for people who is going to. So from now on, please wake up every morning and say, Lord, this problem, I want you to be glorified in it. Does that make sense? If that is your narrative, it's easier for God to answer. Many of our narratives are along uh, James chapter 4, verses 1 to 3. Don't put it on the screen. Where you say you ask wrong because you ask wrong, you want to consume it on your pleasure so that you can gloat over it. He said that's why you don't get answered. Let your reason now be, Lord, I heard that you are God who solves problems. And whenever you solve a problem, you get glorified. Uh, Take this one and solve it. And if that is your daily cry, you'll be shocked how God will begin to show up on your behalf more quickly than ever in the name of Jesus Christ. And thank God for all the testimonies today. Every one of them, they all center on the fact that tests must go before testimonies. Whatever you are going through or you are being tested about, it turn to testimony in the name of Jesus. And so very quickly, I want to tell you about healing. Healing. And I look at it in two major parts. We live in a very hostile environment. The world we live in is what? Very, very hostile. I think about two weeks ago, we mentioned about the life is a battle. Did you remember? All right. We looked at it at that time from the demonic point of view. But today, I want us to look at it, even not necessarily from a demonic point of view, from just the natural point of view. The world we are living is a very, very hard world. Have you discovered that? Or you are just waking up to discover it? We live in a very hard world. Even the a physical world is very hard. If you lived in Aberdeen, in you know, a place where there's no summer, or you decide to go to Lagos, or you go to Accra, you sweat all day. There's no perfect world. Have you been anywhere that, anywhere that is perfect? Go to the Middle East. or maybe plateau, but even then, I'm sure, they have issues there. Every part of the world is telling me that God... He's asking us to depend upon him to deliver us from all the physical things that are battering against us. In actual fact, the Bible tells me in the book of Romans chapter 8, Romans chapter 8, begin from verse 18. Let's read that together. I'll just read through for you. I want to hone this one so that you can know how to cry for healing. Because healing is not a one-off, it's a daily thing. For I consider that the suffering of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. Maybe do you have NLT? NLT will be better. I, I want to take it through. I just to establish that on the scripture. Very good. So for all creation is waiting. Um, I'll go back to eighteen. That's fine. Let's start from the beginning. Yet what we suffer now is nothing compared to the glory He will reveal to us later. Nineteen. Okay. For all creation is waiting eagerly for that future day when God will reveal who is truly the Stop there. Who are waiting for um, that day? What is involved in all creation? Entire world. Goats, animals, everything. Verse 20. Quickly, against his will, all creation was subjected to God's curse. Genesis chapter 3. But with eager hope. The mountains that are spewing out lava. The waters that are meandering through every part of nature is crying out that things should not be this way it is because there's a curse put upon it. In verse 21. The creation looks forward to the day when it will join God's children in glorious freedom from death and decay. But We know that all creation has been groaning as in the pains of child but right up to the present time. Hmm. Verse 23 and we believers also groan, even though we have the Holy Spirit within us as a fortress of future glory. For we long for our bodies to be released from sin and suffering. We too wait with eager hope for the day when God will give us our full rights as his adopted children, including the new body he has promised us. While we are waiting for that new body, this one will require daily healing if we don't want to drop it too soon. the Atmosphere outside there, You see a lot of challenges, a lot of challenges, brethren. Things are, the air we are breathing here, so many jams that are there. If not that God has put in us sufficient means to have healing, people will be, sometimes you say, I don't know where cold has come from. We know where it comes from. It's from the atmosphere. You say, we don't know where some, you know, lung problem has come from. Constantly in life, we are faced with very challenging situations, And it is very right for us to make up our mind that we tap into the healing that the Lord gives May the Lord heal you on a daily basis. Do you know our life is a balance between death and life? Everything about us is trying to die. But by the special mercy of God, as healing comes in, your life is prolonged. Because things, you'll be surprised how things easily go wrong. Many times they say people have this terminal disease, you know, this ravaging epidemic of cancer. You don't discover a cancer, or it's about 90% gone already. It says I multiply. It's usually the latter part. So if you catch it anything later than that, it's too late. If God does not prepare healing for you, how shall we live? If your body does not repair itself normally, how shall you live? If something that you breathe in does not start something in your body? A few years ago, they said that we must not eat egg. Were you there? They said, we not, oh, You remember? That because of what? Cholesterol. They said we can eat egg now. As, as it stands now, what are they telling us not to eat? It's bread. They said we should not eat bread. If the bakers catch it, they will be in trouble. Day by day, new things. You know why it's changing like that? Though I'm a scientist myself, you know why it's changing? We don't have the answer. And the only answer is only for those whom God has mercy upon. That for some reason, you don't fall under this curse that is in this life. That's a curse in this generation. And for the hopefully 90 years that I'm praying, minimum that you will live, that may the Lord keep you healthy. May you not carry what is called the disease of old age. That's a yearning in my heart. Too many people are walking around as the walking dead. Every day you hear a phone call from abroad. You heard today, thank God for healing power. Our sister's mom. They said they found the kind of God blood they've never seen anyone as big as that. Every day we are just subjected unto it. Has she done anything wrong? Nothing. Nothing will be done wrong. It's just that life is very hostile. And it's only the wise that we say the hostility of life will not drown me. I was thinking this morning. I don't know why why I got there. I remember I had, I used to think I had three that experiences. The Lord reminded me one. Seven-year-old. We went to this stream to go and play. And there was this rock with all these green things on top of it. Very fast-flowing water. Before I knew it, we were just playing. Another boy was with me, not another. I stepped on it. In the twinkle of an eye, like a lightning, the water carried me very far. And I couldn't swim. I don't know how a twig stopped me from going. Because it was like a rapid, I should have sunk straight into it, they would not have found me. I look back, I say, Lord, you preserve this life for a purpose. You got your own story to tell, I'm sure. So I want us daily, brethren, to key into this, that God will take every form of disease away from us. It's those who are desperately looking for it that will get it. Are you prepared to look for that? That God will free you from sickness. Will free your children from sickness. And don't let anybody tell you that sickness is a way of God humbling you. You must be so proud and bad. I don't know anybody. Do you know many people under sickness, they get hardened. That's the time they say, where is your face, oh God? There was a young boy, I remember, 1986. It was my very, you know, first, you know, postgraduate, we call it posting, you know, and um, was at the University of College by that, that time. This young boy. For no reason at all. He had cancer of the lungs. I was a Muslim boy. So we tried our best, caught half of the lungs away. The progress was. So the boy was dying before my eyes. So I went to him, I preached the gospel to him, and I told him, rather unethical, but it was a matter of life and death. I was ready to pay the consequences. I told him, I said, You're going to die. Or you can give your life to Jesus. I prayed to him, the son of an allergy. An allergy are those Muslims that have been to Mecca, for those that probably don't know. So the boy, you know what the boy told me in the midst of it? That the father should not hear that I'm preaching to him. Ha! Within two days he died. Now, all those things, they set me thinking. Is there necessarily anything the boy has done wrong? Nothing. He's just fine, he said, not to be undercover. That's why my mind is made up in this place. Sickness shall strike none of you. Amen. As many as are under any form of sickness, you will be delivered in the name of the Lord Jesus. The ones the doctors said they don't have solutions to, thank God. Testimonies to this about healing, about the Lord stepping in. There shall be miraculous deliverances in this house in the name of the Lord. My mind is set. I hope your mind is set. I hope you will propose that you will live the rest of your life in health. I live that daily. I said, Lord, let me not carry sickness. Let me not carry debilitating sickness. Anything that is still there, a little bit here and there that I'm even having way around, take them away as well. Whatever you desperately seek, that's what you will get. I told you before, if a person that small marijuana come to this town today, within two hours, you will find where they are selling it. You that you are a rookie, you may spend 48 hours, you won't know. But if you're also seeking healing and health, you will find it. Whatever a person is looking for, you will find. One section I will pray about today, section number two, is what I call soul healing. As much as we want to talk about physical healing, maybe greater than physical healing is soul healing. Many of us are not sick. We are not healthy. More often than not, the soul has been injured. May I tell you that even the the world outside there is more dodgy emotionally than it is even physically harsh. There are many things that play into that as we go out every day. We go into a very emotionally and spiritually hostile environment every day. The injustices you see, they harm your spirit. They wound your spirit. You find those that have done something wrong. They are the ones that are gallivanting all around. Your soul is paining you. Some people they they, they state statement like you know why is it that the, 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 the wicked are prospering? David was like that in Psalm seventy three. He said, "Until I entered into the sanctuary of God and I saw their end, the wound that was spirit we may not know." Sometimes you see people that have messed their life throughout, and yet the mercy of God showed up for them. And you, you say, "I catch myself. Why have I not progressed?" Your soul is wounded. Even though you are lifting holy hands in church, but deep within you, that's an unresolved issue. You've asked questions before; nobody could give you an answer because we don't know it. But one thing I'm sure about is that if you come to the Lord of Mercy today, irrespective of the wounding that you have, you'll be healed. You'll be healed. We go into a hostile environment in which you receive personal insults, personal insults and injuries. Some of us, we are still reeling from some of the things that people that were dear to us, that they said against us. We've not been healed of them. And many times, people push push us. Go and do this. Go and do that. You probably are saying under your breath, if you know what I'm carrying, you will know I can't do it. Some of you, you are still worried about mistakes you made. I wish I was there when my mother died. Some are saying. I wish I could have done more. God had to heal me of that. Because you miss opportunity, Most of these things, you think you have gone. You, you've moved on. But they, they stay as stoppers on your journey. They don't allow your spirit to pray as it should pray. They don't allow your soul to connect unto God that they should connect. But there shall be healing today. I say the Lord will bring healing today. In the name of the Lord Jesus. And at times your apparent stagnation when others seem to be moving on, promises you make and fail to keep can knock our confidence. Betrayer by others. Betrayer that you yourself have done. God is about you. All these things put together, they leave marks on our spirits. They leave marks on our souls. And God wants to heal those souls. How do I know I have soul sickness? Before we start praying. Number one, when you have unexplained anger and irritability, you just find yourself, you snap most of the time. You are wounded. There's bam in Gilead today. You know, people keep, why are you why are you so furious? There's a wound inside. You are carrying a wound. People say, ah, what did I say that brought this reaction? Sometimes you try to settle issues between people, and they say they overreacted. Then when you drill deep, they find out that there's a case that was actually prompting this one. Some resolve issues between couples. There are wounds that have been. And then you, the intermediator, what do you call them? The mediator. Intermediary, you start wondering. I say, you know, how? Oh, but it's not reasonable. They just put you in the middle. Unless oh, God open your eyes to see, and you will drill deep, and God gives me such insight. And I say, I say, what about this one? I say, how do you know? And we spent another two weeks to deal with it and pray. Many are carrying things around, irritability and anger. How do you know? You may need soul healing. When you are lethargic, that is, you are just not interested in doing anything, you are carrying too much weight. We've talked about plans, we talk about vision, we talk about uh, what is it again? Creativity, we talk about everything. Everything you agree with, but to take a step is impossible. You know why? Have you seen anybody with a broken leg walking? Something is broken on the inside, it's a wound. And unless the Lord steps in to deliver you from it, this can be in form of depression, easier to unexplained physical illnesses sometimes. There may be somebody in the room today. Things are crawling over your body. You've been to the hospital, they run all the tests, they can't find anything. It's not physical. It's something that is affecting the soul and is making the body to respond in its own way. Sometimes some people they are disobedient and they have a tendency to sin because they can't be bothered attitude. Believers, they just throw a caution to the wind. You keep wondering, ah, no, 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 no. And that's why you should be careful the way you deal with people. Some of us are very judgmental. You don't know their journey. They've carried things and suddenly the person that has been prim and proper, they start, you know, toying with things that should not be done. You need to find out what has, what's, 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 what changed? What changed? Many times people have carried things to their point where they can't be bothered anymore. They just throw a caution to the wind. They want to do things their own way. Unforgiveness. Unforgiveness is due to hardness. Jealousy and a critical spirit. Some people, they can't see others prosper. Immediately you hear their dream where something within you will tell you, what about me? And rightly so. You've waited. We started this journey together. Everybody has gone. Why am I the only one still remaining? And then if we don't watch it, the enemy might use that to wound one spirit. Testimony of Job today. There are applications outside there this week. By the special mercy of the Lord, your own application will also return, offer. It will return, offer. But even while you are waiting, please don't let it harden you. Don't let it make you to be critical and not ready to celebrate with those that are celebrating. In Psalm 41 verse 4, Psalm 41 verse 4, quickly put that on the screen for me. Just to tell you how we all get hardened, I said, Lord, be merciful to me. Heal my soul, for I have sinned against you. So through disobedience, people can end up there. And then they would need their soul to be healed because of sin. Sin can call. Lots of interest in spiritual things. You know, many at times as preachers, we tell people, study more of the word of God, pray more. And people are emotionally ill. They need to get healed first. Just like telling a person that is sick to go and eat and drink. Can't eat. There's no appetite. There's no appetite for the word of God. That's why I believe God wants to do a final work in all of us here today. Because where we are going is very far. And those that are emotionally crippled can't get there. But we shall get there. In the name of Jesus. The list goes on and on. Altar lifestyle. Some people, you've been very quiet all your life. Suddenly you become talkative. Usually something is going wrong. Some people, you have been quiet, you know, you have been very talkative for your life. We say, you have changed. It's a sickness. It's a soul sickness. It's a soul sickness. Some people, they were very tidy before. They start losing that ability. Some goes about having eating binge. Alcohol. Sometimes somebody was nudging me in the church. I say, hey, somebody, you know, you never take, I say, look, let's find out the reason. Before you start judging, let's find out the reason. You shouldn't, brother. There's healing, and there can be no change until there's healing. God has to go to the root of it. Listen carefully to me. Except for very few people, there are no, there are very, very few, if at all, genuine believers who will want to do wrong when it is their power not to do wrong. Did you don't understand that? If you are totally born again, Sometimes the pressure from the kingdom of darkness and this soul sickness might be so strong that the person has, it becomes powerless to fight against what the person has been able to fight before. But God is in the house. And some have completely lost their faith. They don't even follow the Lord anymore. Everything is just, they're outside there now. As many of them, we shall bring them back. We shall bring them back. We shall go after them we shall love them we shall not go after them to just beat them down and if you're in the house because there are two types of backsliding that's what we call the covert backsliding the person is gone. He's just sitting in the chair in fact the person is only turning up because if they don't turn up they will be bothering them with phone calls yeah many are like that the overt one is the one we shout about the person has gone more before it becomes overt is first covert Deep within the heart has gone. And that is the work of the enemy. We're not fighting you. He's the enemy we are fighting. We're not taking it against you. He's the enemy of your soul that we are going to join our hands to fight. And anyone like that today, God will bring healing to you. Amen. And he will deliver you in Jesus' name. Amen. We're going to put Jeremiah 17, 14 on the screen. And that will be our first prayer point. We'll do a few things this morning or into the afternoon. It's afternoon already. And as we do so, I pray, God, we do his work. I say, God, we do his work. I've tried to list, give a list, a checklist of where you are. Maybe you are ill. You don't even know. Maybe you have some soul sickness you are not aware of. But I believe everyone in the house, to some degree, we need a torch. We need a torch in our lives. Heal me, O Lord, and I shall be healed. Save me, and I shall be saved. For you are my praise. Do you understand that one? That is, when you do this work of healing, praise will go back to you. Heal me, O God. Whosoever we are wounded, heal us. Whoever is carrying any physical problem that has not shown his face yet, but is eating away, there shall be healing today. Those that have shown up already, long-term sicknesses, as I promised you, in these three weeks, God will we do mighty things in many lives. You will not be an exception. We will not say, where is my own? Because we will find your own as well. As we have prayed earlier on, short doors shall be opened. They will be opened. And Jesus shall be glorified in our lives. Where you are, bow down your head first, before you stand up. I want you to commune with the Lord want you to talk to him i want you to ask for his help and what help are you asking for that he will heal you he will heal your children he will heal your family whatever is binding you whatever is holding you down the lord will release you from the grip today wherever your feet has not been steady the lord will steady your feet talk to him pour your heart to him please talk to him Your heart stray at all, focus on him, heal me of physical illnesses, heal me of spiritual or, or emotional or soul sicknesses, deliver me, oh God. Exodus 15:26 say, None shall be feeble amongst you, none shall be feeble amongst us. For the Lord is our healer. Heal us, O God. Heal us, Lord. Heal us. Thank you, Father. I want all of us to rise on our feet. And we will take this vessel, so, no song, we we'll sing it a few times. Here, what the Lord is saying in Exodus 15, verse 26, it says, I'm the Lord that heals you. Amen. I am the Lord that healed thee. We first sing, I'm the Lord that healed thee. We sing it twice. Then we sing it back to you and say, you are the Lord that healeth me. And then I will tell you the next thing to do. But my eyes are upon the Lord that no one will live here the same today. As the Lord has promised, it will do uncommon healing in our midst. But do not doubt. Believing with all your heart. Believe with all your heart. Is the Lord our healer? a big city for your children who live it for your family. I say my word. I say my Lord I give your desire I am the Lord I am Lord. with our hands lifted You are the Lord You, you are the Lord I the Lord let me be Right now, exceed our expectation. Everyone who is coming to this altar in a moment with a sense of disappointment, haven't I prayed before? May they, oh Lord, just be like that man who prayed seven times. And at the seventh time, perfect number of times, his prayer was answered. Let today be the seventh time. Let your people find faith to pray this one more time in the name of the Lord Jesus. It's not a message, or it's, not, it's not a healing you know, prayer as an incidental prayer. You said the whole of this service should be dedicated for this. You are up to something, Father. And I know you will do it. I know not everyone I will have wished that we have all the children everybody in the building here but we stand in the gap for them I'm going to say you are the Lord that healeth us you are the Lord our healer which is the title the Lord our healer you are the Lord, I am the Lord. you are the Lord. You are the I let go. That he... One time jesus we will cry out unto him and we will say every sickness of the body or of the soul that may be in this room by fire of the Holy Spirit consume and lick them up Lord in the name of the Lord Jesus. We will not pray for ourselves. We will pray for one another because the Bible says he healed them all the God who healed them all is still alive today that someone in children's church by the mercy of the Lord we feel that touch today someone in teenage church we feel that touch today someone in this room we feel that touch today someone listening remotely we feel that touch today Someone listening later on to the recorded message. We feel that touch in the name of the Lord Jesus. I have not come in my own authority. I have come in your authority, my Father. To tell your people that you want to heal them. So as we shall all lift up our voices right now. My Father, my Daddy. Incline your ears unto us. Let faith rise on our hearts, O God. Let faith rise up deep from within us in the name of the Lord Jesus and hacking unto us, speedily in the name of the Lord Jesus. So together we cry as a Father, stretch out your hand and heal all today in the name of the lord jesus lift up your voices with my every physical illness hypertension diabetes someone that is brooding some blood disease any affliction in our physical bodies oh god eye problems gynecological problems diseases of old age liver problems Lord as we are mentioning them by the revelation of your spirit heal all heal all heal all my father you have promised that you want to be glorified you have said you are the Lord who fixes our diseases visit us oh God cry out with me cry out with me He hears when we call. He delivers when we run unto him. He sets free when we believe him. Heal all, oh God. I'm not even praying for my own ailment. I pray for my brother. I pray for my sister. I pray for your church. Pray for our children, oh God. Heal all, oh God. Deliver from affliction. You are glorifying our healing. You are glorifying our deliverances, oh God. In global shendere alaba, please cry with me. Cry with me. Cry with me unto the Most High, and let His hand be stretched into this community right now. Let this community be a community of healing and deliverance. Heal all, heal all, heal all, oh God Developmental problem, heal oh God Every demonic affliction Let there be deliverance now Set the people free Let no one remain bound anymore Hallelujah Bring your prayer to a close In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. And we shall all very soon say, The Lord has done it. The word the Lord is bringing to my mind is the word surprise. Just as our sister prayed, you know, it's a lovely prayer. I love to pray many a times. All those that are attended to some of the cases in this room, they will say we are shocked. That we've never seen anything like this. But Father, I pray on behalf of these, your children, give us the boldness to declare you to them when they say it. They will say I'm shocked. Because the swelling will disappear. (laughs) Because where they thought nothing will happen, something will happen there. (laughs) Rise up, O Lord, by your might. Let this be an instrument in your hand, O God. That this nation we know there's still a God in Israel. A man was preaching yesterday and people were sniggering. My heart bled. People are journeying Some are making you no know, snide comments, but we know soon, those mouths will open in amazement. Yeah. Put on the screen for me, Acts chapter three. Verses eight and nine. Acts chapter three, verses eight and nine. If I get it right. Acts chapter three, verses eight and nine, please. Acts of the Apostles. So he leaping up, stood and walked and entered the temple with them. Walking, leaping and praising God. And all the people saw him walking and praising God. Verse 10. Verse 10. Then they knew. Somebody said they knew. Somebody said they we know. Then they knew that was he who sat begging arms at the beautiful gate. They knew it was him that has been coming for weekly checkup. They knew that was him, that they said we need a major operation or some intervention. They knew it was the same person. And they were filled with wonder and amazement at what had happened to him. At what had happened to her. Lord, let this be a covenant between us and you. Finally, I want us to pray that God will make many people around us to be amazed to be surprised, to be shocked at your power, and through it let many turn unto you. Rise up, O God! Rise up, O God! The Lord still laying on my heart that we should do what he intended to do before. It's going to be very brief. I want as many as are uh, in desire or are desiring healing for themselves or for someone they love, to just quickly come forward right now. It's going to be very brief. I've exceeded my time. But I believe it's a good day that God will be glorified. Mm. Mm. He's in control. He's in full control. Master Jesus is in control. Hold on. As the word that came to my heart. You are standing here. It seems that everything is out of control. But the Master is in control. He is in full control. He is in control. He is in full control. control. Master Jesus. Sing three times, the prayer. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. We handed the control over to him right now. Oh, Lord, In 2 Chronicles chapter 16, verse 12. 2 Chronicles chapter 16, verse 12, the Bible said Asa was ill, but God was not happy with him because he did not see God but turned to the physicians. The Bible is not saying you should not consult the physicians, he didn't factor God in at all. You are standing here, your number one consultant is Jesus. He may allow you to see a physical consultant for the process of healing, but his number one consultant. And if you can find a space as a total sign of surrender to get on your knee, you want to touch the altar. And as I say just pray in the spirit for a little while, because I can't even pray my understanding. I don't even know where it is hurting. I don't even, I can't even, I have not got the knowledge. I've not got the understanding of what we need to do, but he has. So I just pray in spirit for a little while. And believe that your own word will come out. As the word comes out, as the word of the person you are standing for comes out, God will be glorified. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Atekele ilili makura mahakandre makilas laskaporia Izindeli izindele mika kuraya lima sandre marukas kataye. Iglini Masharibo zempla borika skeprojede, izeni raya le brozo poria kasata kaye. Liklemba na maklabori bo shende ligas kataye. broya laboza kleyi borialibo the word of the Lord says that none of you will leave here disappointed <laughs> because the Lord is saying, Just set your eyes on me. Don't look left, don't look right. Just keep your gaze on me. Don't mind whatever you are seeing with your physical eyes because I'm walking, says the Lord. It lini mahadlicaria Clarida Hokre Mikonda Kiria Bozondre Baridea Zikribonima Swari, Shandeleba. The Lord says those of you that some enemy followed in here that they are backing off your life right now. They are backing off right now. They are backing off the life of your children right now. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Let the cloud of glory. Let the cloud of glory rest over your people right now, oh God. And let your name and your name only be glorified. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Father. We give you honor. We give you glory. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Father, we thank you. I know that if you say, just go and talk about the Lord, our healer, you meant to do something. And I know you have done it already. Let your people return with their testimonies in the name of the Lord Jesus. Message may be forgotten. What the pastor said may be forgotten. Even my face may be forgotten. But your name will be remembered. And the miracle in their life shall be permanent in the name of the Lord Jesus. And the glory and the honor we shall return unto you without any shadow of doubt, the Lord has dealt with some blood diseases here today. He's dealt with them and you will come back and testify. Thank you Father. In Jesus marvelous name we have prayed. Please go back to your seat. God bless you. Put your hands together for the Lord as you are going back. Give him thanks. Give him thanks. Believe him as you go back. This altar will still be available for About now, about 30 minutes after, so Sanctuary Keeper, please just leave it as a sanctified point. Uh, Please help us so that you can bring children, you can bring everybody here. Um, Immediately after the service, I will walk up and down it as the Lord lives on my heart. And then please bring people here and touch the altar and God will confirm his word in your life. Father, let your name be praised forever. In Jesus' name we pray give him in praise. Praise the Lord. Let's just stretch our hand and pray for our master. Yes. us